<laughs> Welcome to Believe the Conspiracy Theory Podcast, a podcast all about the world's craziest conspiracy mm-hmm. theories. Unless, of course... Well, unless they're true. Unless, of course, they're true. Presented by two comedians. I'm Phil Green. And I'm David Ferguson. And in each episode, we invite a guest onto this podcast uh, to bring their favourite conspiracy theory. It might be conspiracy theory they believe in. It might be conspiracy theory they don't believe in. Or it might be conspiracy theory they think is the most batshit thing they've ever heard. But we can discuss it. We're going to look at the facts. We are. We're going to look at the fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I'll be honest with you, this week, there's a lot of it. No, Uh, no, no. This one's going to get controversial, put it that way. Now, we have social media channels, don't we? We do. We do. You can follow us at Believe Conspiracy Podcast on Instagram, on TikTok, and on YouTube. Uh, and you can also DM us if you've got a conspiracy theory you want to talk Ooh, about. Yes, yes, yes. Get, get involved. Uh, but on YouTube, you know, put a comment. We, we want to know what you think. We want to know what you want us to cover. Yeah. Uh, and we will try our best to cover it. We have a list as long as both our arms. But we want to know what you want to cover. That's uh, it's very important to us. Uh, so please DM us with those. Uh, that would be great. Also, I am on tour at the moment with my show, uh, Four Weddings and a Breakdown. I'm going to Sudbury, Bristol, Brighton, Glasgow, Liverpool, Peterborough, Southampton, Sheffield and Paul. If you go on to our social media channels, uh, you can find a link for the tickets there. Or you can go onto my website, which is philgreencomedy.com. We should also give... Also give a big shout out to our tech, the wonderful George. Yay! Hey, George. Now, today's guest is the wonderful, the sublime, the brilliant Catherine Mather. Catherine Mather. Now, Catherine is a fabulous comedian. Uh, I gave with her just last night. She blew the roof off the place. Oh, it's brilliant. She's brilliant. She is brilliant. Uh, she's appeared on Comedy Central. She's been tour support for loads of big names like Kiri Pritchard McLean. Uh, she had a great debut show in Edinburgh this year yeah. called Scream Inside Your Heart. We both went to see that. Uh, terrific show. Uh, which Rolling Stone, a goddamn magazine, recommended as one to watch. That's how good it is. And she's doing it at Soho Theatre next week. Sure. Uh, we can't promote that because this will go out after it. So there's no point. But let's let's say she fucking rocked it. She's also the co-host of fantastic podcast, Historical Hot or Not. Yes. Which is a lot of fun. Uh, all about the history's hottest or not hottest historical figures. Well, when everyone's young, they're pretty. Yeah. Fuckable. Kind of a snog marry avoid for... For history. For the history, yeah. For history. Yeah. High brass stuff. And the conspiracy that Catherine has chosen is... The Roswell UFO Incident. The Roswell UFO Incident. This is a big one. Let's bring her on. Yeah! Every single bird in the sky is a robot. It's fiction. Doubt your government. It's an urban legend. Did actually spraying something in the sky? No way. A stream of absurdity. It's a total fabrication. Welcome to the podcast, Catherine Mather! Yay! It's you. Yes, it's hello. She's come straight from work yeah, with a certificate. I got a certificate. <laughs> you got a certificate at work. work. I'm so excited. <laughs> what's, what's the certificate? So I couldn't accept it because I was in a meeting, which is kind of ironic. I got a certificate of appreciation <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for being uh, for my hard work as an MDT coordinator. I'm 31. I feel like I'm eight again. <laughs> I think a round of applause. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's, good. What, what, what's an MD? Um, it's a multidisciplinary team meeting. Yeah. It's really boring. It's like when you're at the hospital and you've got stuff that needs doing, you know, like if you're sick and then they get all of the different teams together and discuss about just how sick you are, but like from different aspects of your sickness and then how to look after you. 
and I do the admin for it, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they've sort of said that I'm the best MDT coordinator. I am the only MDT coordinator <laughs> <laughs> in my department, which makes it... Your mum doesn't need to know that. No, she doesn't. She's yeah. very proud of it. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Extremely proud. When was, was the last time you got a certificate for something? I don't know. <laughs> so long ago. Oh. Maybe like 50 metres swimming with Tony the Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> That's going up on the wall next yeah, to that. It genuinely is. Yeah. <laughs> you are gen- I have to say, when, when she arrived, that was, she was genuinely genuinely excited about it's the first thing she wanted to, to it, but it's brilliant it's brilliant it's yeah, excited it is, isn't it, it? Yeah. it is excited. <laughs> i haven't got a certificate no, that's the, the nhs reward people these days mm-hmm. certificates and pats on the head yeah yeah it's and nice. applause and, and applause you know yeah. Forget. yeah no money uh good that's nice <laughs> yeah good. i would ask you how you are but we literally gigged together last night so we, did, we know yeah. exactly how each other are yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> we can forego that <laughs> we did a lovely gig it's so far so funny so far so funny great mm-hmm. great gig Oh, Gold's gig, gig in mm-hmm. Islington. Go to it; it's really excellent. Always um, a great lineup. Always a great lineup. Yeah. Not just because these two were on it. Like, yeah, it's always it is, great. It's always a great lineup. Mather this opened is, and then yeah. and then did the diva thing and just just fucked off because that's what yeah. she does. She wow. Blew the wow. roof off and went. Nah. Yeah. I, when you're my the talk here's done. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's absolutely that. It, well, no, it's because I heard you were on later. And yeah, I like, yeah. No, I don't need to see this car crash. <laughs> And go home. <laughs> Fair play to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's often the, the feeling from my audience. Um, you, you had to go back because you no longer live in London, do you? You moved no, out of London. I did for the love of um, cheap housing. Mm. Um, I live in Southend on Sea now, which yeah. is so far away from London. I was like, it's an hour and a half. That's fine. And an hour and a half twice is three hours. And that's quite, actually quite a lot of time to Does be it? on a train. Quite a lot of people live that yeah, way. So really talented people live in Southend. Yeah, and I'm also there as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, could I be your friend? And they're like, oh, sorry, we're in the cool kids club. And I'm like, oh, I'll just stay here doing the washing then. They don't trust the accent. No, You've been on Comedy yeah. Central. I have, yeah, yeah, but that was a long long time ago. You should, you <laughs> should open with that. That's that's yeah. how you should build your, your friendship hey. base. <laughs> yeah, straight in with, I've been on Comedy Central. <laughs> just a yeah. random guy in a coffee shop. Um, <laughs> how are you finding the cultural differences? Uh, how are you finding the language barrier? Well, I don't know, because I, I feel like I did most of it with the South thing. Yeah. When I moved to London. Yeah which was hard, but now it's sort of like south but more insular. Like yeah. There's definitely nobody of any descent there. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they really... You're like, as diverse as it gets. I am, yeah, yeah I'm the diversity. Okay. Uh, so I have to talk properly, Okay. Uh, which I hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that aside, I mean, oh, they don't like... Uh, they don't do gravy, so my boyfriend... What? What? You know, like in, in uh, chippies and stuff, so my boyfriend um, found the chippy that does gravy for me. <laughs> Which but it's nice. a bit south ends on the sea. Yeah, yeah, like, but like in the south they do curry, don't they? Yeah, curry yeah, but or? curry or gravy. Like yeah, surely gravy too. No, yeah. no gravy. A lot of them in London don't do gravy. Yeah, but it's London. Not. A lot of them say they're fish and chips, and then you eat. Oh my gosh, no. They eat eels, and you're like, this is. No, I don't mind eels though. Yeah, yeah, quite like a bit of a you know, pie mash. Quite like mm. eels. The first time you bought fish and chips in a chippy in End and realised that, you're like, oh, I've made a terrible mistake here. Yeah, and now, I now I can't. Now I've moved out of London. I can't yeah. now move back. <laughs> can I? Can I leave? Yeah, done here. Yeah, <laughs> it's I was there the day the Queen died. Were you? 
Yeah. <laughs> Killing the queen. Yeah. <laughs> having a, a surprise party. She didn't know she was having the party. Her wife organized it. That is well, the way yeah, the surprise party work. work. And, um, uh, and I was on the train down for the surprise party. And I, I saw everybody start looking at their phones and went, oh, God, the queen's died. And I was on the train going down to a party. <laughs> and I couldn't like, uh, and like I, I'm, I'm from Northern Ireland. I'm not very big on the queen, but I was very sad when she died. Like, I miss her. I miss really? her. Yes, I, I fuck him. But it was so weird just seeing everybody looking at their phones, and I'm like, and then, and then I had to be surprised. And were people upset at the party about the queen? Like I wasn't that upset, but there were people like what? the queen's dead. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to deal with this because I don't really know who you are. I mean, it was a lovely party. It was great, but uh, I, it was really good cake. Um, but it was also like, this is so weird. And then I was worried that all the trains were going to be cancelled coming back. And went, How am I getting back? What, because the Queen died? Yeah. The Queen, the Queen, don't you think the Queen died? Because <laughs> <laughs> the rail workers were in too many floods of tears oh, to yeah. operate. Yeah. There were people crying. That was there, were people, mm. there, there were people crying, that's yeah, true. It's nuts. I, uh, we were all quite excited about it at work. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, fuck all going on. It was like every time you'd hear like the BBC news, like, poof. And everyone was like, oh my God, is this, is it, is she? And they're like, oh, she's just surrounded by family. She's like, yeah, her dead body's surrounded by family, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, she was, she was dead. Yeah, but you were, thinking, you were thinking public sector, day off, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I was, big time. <laughs> well, you know the conspiracy theory about the, the, the Queen died before the Jubilee, but because it was, yes, uh, yes. you know, like it was, so close, yeah. Because they had the little holographic thing. Mm. Didn't they? Yeah, they did. I don't think she actually met Paddington. I think that was CGI. Really? Yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> Sometimes you're too cynical. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. I am. Um, conspiracy theories. Yeah. How do you? What, what, do you, what do you think about conspiracy theories? Oh, it's difficult, isn't it? Right. Because mm. on the one hand, the people that believe in conspiracy theories, yeah, you can usually tell before they've told you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But also, I think that there's there there is truth in them sometimes, isn't there? Yeah. And to discredit the people as nuts, which they usually are. <laughs> like, I'm sitting right here, Mather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's because then you can, if you've got a bunch of, if everybody who's been like calling you on your bullshit yeah. is notoriously mental and wrong, then you can do more bullshit, right? Yeah. Are we allowed to swear on this? You can say whatever you okay, want. Okay, good. Yeah. So <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I do believe in some of them. Mm. And then also I was listening to a podcast about this one and I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Before we <laughs> even got into it. <laughs> I, I want to I wanna believe that this is true, but it is not, is it? <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't, I love I didn't, I didn't think I, I was going to have to run interference. I thought you were just going to accept. What? I love oh, it. I definitely thought you'd be on board with yeah. the I, I cover want it up to of be a- true. Oh, yeah, cover up. Sure. Yeah. But what, do we have to, do people know what it's about yet? Yeah, uh, oh. no, we, they do because we've, we've done an intro. Okay, uh, but I will, I will tell you what it's about. <laughs> so uh, the Roswell UFO incident. Okay, so this is a big mama of a conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah, when this we, is the granddaddy. Start, this is this is a big old beast. So, uh, the Roswell UFO incident, which occurred in 1947, remains one of the most controversial and intriguing events in the history of the UFO phenomena. What began as reports of a crashed flying saucer near Roswell, New Mexico, has since evolved into a complex narrative of government cover-ups, conspiracy theories, and a persistent search for the truth. In the summer of 1947, rancher Mac Brazel discovered debris scattered across his property, sparking widespread 
generate interest and speculation. Initial reports from the military suggested the recovery of a flying disc, creating a frenzy in the media. The US Army Air Forces later in issued a statement retracting their initial claim, asserting that what they what had actually crashed was a weather balloon. The official explanation failed to satisfy many, leading to the emergence of various conspiracy theories. One of the most enduring theories uh, posits that the crashed object was, in fact, an extraterrestrial spacecraft. Proponents argue that the government covered up evidence of an alien life to prevent widespread panic or protect classified military projects. Some witnesses have claimed to have seen alien bodies at the crash site, adding fuel to the conspiracy fire. The testimonies of individuals who came forward with accounts of the government cover-up contributed to the growing belief that the truth about Roswell was being hidden. The Roswell incident largely faded from public attention until the late 70s when the UFO researchers and conspiracy theorists began to revisit the case. Witnesses, including some who have claimed to be involved in the recovery operation, started coming forward with accounts that suggested a more mysterious and potentially extra extraterrestrial nature to the event. So there's a lot of things in this, right? There is aliens, potentially. There is something crashed. Mm -hmm. There is the fact that the US government said it was a flying saucer and then changed the story. That bit we do know is true. That yeah. did happen. What do you think? Well, because they, they said that it could, could have been... Um, I thought, was it not official that they said it was a, a balloon for... Soviet, yeah. like listening to listening to if the well, they initially said it was an air balloon. At yeah, the time. they, they initially, actually initially they said it was a flying saucer. Yes. Yeah, then they immediately retracted that because the, the media blew <laughs> up because <laughs> they went, oh maybe we've maybe we've overstated this. Yeah, uh, and said it was an air balloon, even though a lot of the reports of the eyewitnesses say that the thing that crashed looked absolutely nothing like an air balloon. Yeah. Um. So so the, clearly they'd made a mistake, but were they? The question is, I suppose. Is it because it was actually an alien spacecraft or is it because it was, as you say, some kind of spying thing that yeah, was going to be Cold used War. in the Cold War? Because yeah. we were we were on the brink of the Cold War at that point, right? Yeah, I think it's probably just that. Okay. Have you seen the picture of the guy? What's he called? Uh, M is surname. Because the, there's only one person left that actually yeah, that's, yeah. like was there yeah. and there's a picture of him and he's just holding tinfoil <laughs> like that's not and, and pieces of wood and I just yeah. think if you have to get through space I'm no scientist but I think if but you, you have to get through it I have got a certificate <laughs> and yeah. built a TARDIS yeah. I have built a TARDIS yeah, yeah out of wood but I don't think that it could withstand more plausible in the latest episode of Doctor Who <laughs> I've not seen any of the new ones <laughs> don't no. oh no that's oh, such a shame um, but yeah I just I don't think that spacecraft are made out of wood and timber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but like you said, you're not an expert, so. No, I know. Yeah. I, I, please call in. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I, I want to be wrong. I want oh, I so desperately want call-ins right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the theory about it being um, some kind of government project is mm -hmm. it's the project mogul. Uh, it's, yes. It's is the is the project that. Um, uh, is, is, the, is the new theory. Well, I said it's the theory, actually, it's what the US government have stated. So decades after, the US government revisited the Roswell incident, providing an alternative explanation. In the 1990s, the military revealed that the crashed object was, a, a, was likely a high-altitude balloon associated with Project Mogul, a top-secret program aimed at monitoring Soviet nuclear tests. According to this explanation, the confusion arose from the classified nature of the project. Critics argue that Project Mogul, the Project Mogul explanation does not align with all aspects of the I witness accounts, leading to continued scepticism about the government's narrative. Some maintain that the government intentionally misled the public to conceal the true nature of the event. But, 
right? And this is where I'm going to get cynical about it. There's a big gap in between like 1947 and the 90s <laughs> when they came out with this. So the people that <laughs> would have been around to go, oh, actually, no, it wasn't any of that, have had 40 years or so of of uh, stories circulating, mm-hmm. National Enquirer stuff, X-Files, all that kind of stuff, to feed their narrative into uh uh, what they want it to be right um and and yeah. and make their own name or have their story heard that kind of thing do you know what i mean because because in in the, in the 40s nobody cared about necessarily having their story heard i don't think not in no and there was social propriety about you didn't want to come forward and be in gossip or or the, we just had world war ii so yes. there was also like loose lips sink ships so there was a sense of keeping it quiet keeping it under yeah but i can see something's very big you you've got oh my know. god yes <laughs> so um uh I was going to start talking about Roswell, the TV show. Um, but I, I liked actually, Roswell, the TV I show. I liked it. It's the reason yeah. I like guys with sticky out ears because yeah. Jason Bear had sticky out ears and I thought he was really cute. Um, I miss Roswell. It was never a good show. No, I'll it, not watch it. But uh, it has, uh, you know, Dido's here with me. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the theme tune. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, nothing I'll, just theme watch, song. I'll watch the intro and then switch it up. Well, you get everything you need to know because it, it's, the, it's the kids of the aliens that landed in Roswell. Anyway... Uh, so Roswell, uh, after they came out in, 19, in 1947 uh, about it being a, um, a high altitude weather balloon, because um, that was the excuse story. Um, three people that were witnesses there came out and said, "No, that's not that's not what it was. Mm. I know what a weather balloon is, and this was this was an actual physical thing." Um, I mean, not saying weather balloons are physical, but like it was like saying it was like a ship. Um, one the one of the common witnesses. Um, they talk about there being metal that you could crumple up like tin foil, but it would flatten back out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it had, it was, oh, I want to say it has memory, mm. uh, metal memory. Um, there are, uh, there was a nurse that saw the autism, uh, autism, yes, the <laughs> autism, <laughs> mm-hmm. the autopsy, autism, same thing. Uh, so the autopsy of one of the, the aliens um, there from, from 1947, there were people disputing the, the, the cover up account. Mm-hmm. And also there is no records for Roswell. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're gone. Um, and this was as the war, Cold War was starting to brew, and all their records are gone. But th- but there is a, there is an acceptance by the U.S. government something happened. There's an acceptance there was a crash and a thing happened, and they made a statement and they retracted the statement. That's all fact. Yeah, but apparently the nurse died. She was killed. Yeah, so it was like she died in a plane crash, but then there was no plane crash, and then there was no nurse who worked there with that name, which could be just some nutter spouting bullshit. But also, with these sort of things, it sounds so implausible, but Mm. then the amount of stuff that the US government has done, (laughs) (laughs) you're like... Oh, okay. I mean, sh- yeah, it might. Maybe there are aliens walking amongst us, and uh, you've just been spiking us all with fucking acid since the eighties. <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, not us, but well, it maybe, might be. maybe yeah. us. I grew up with Iran Contra, you know, like yeah. Ollie North. Mm. Anyway, um, uh, that's the eighties, you kids. For anybody who doesn't know, uh, <laughs> no, because no, because uh, when were you born? Nine. <laughs> Post Vogue by Madonna. That's not fair. 
That's um, how we judge his time. That's how, how we judge time. <laughs> I, th- I think yeah. Vogue is late Madonna and it's yeah. really, really not. Which uh, first did Cher have? <laughs> <laughs> she pretty much settled into your face by now. She hasn't, she's had very little work done since the, the 90s. She's yeah. had work done, which is not, not she that She's hot for like, is she, she 80? Is. Yeah. Yeah, she's coming up. It's her coming face up. hasn't moved since the 90s, no. is it? No, and no. good for her. Yeah. I, I, that's, so. that's Who needs my... expression? Mm. That's my goal. Yeah, that's why I'm doing this podcast so one day I can afford plastic surgery. Yeah, so, so like and subscribe. I can subscribe. Please, we need this. Yeah, I want to look like this. I want to look like no, that's terrible. I'm pulling my face tight for anyone not seeing this. Um, the oh, I had a point about Roswell. I've just gone off. Oh, and one. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. It's all right. I'll come thought. back to you. Um, so the event that we know today as the Roswell incident gave birth to the modern movement of UFO sightings, along with the genre of alien science fiction. For centuries, people have seen things they can't explain, said Roger uh, Lornis, a, a historian and the retired curator of the Smithsonian's National Air and Space Museum. In earlier generations, they referred to them as angels, demons, uh, deities, or whatever. Uh, that changes with the scientific revolution, where people began to wonder if uh, points of light they're actually seeing are alien in nature. Mm-hmm. The fertile ground for Roswell was sown after the darkening mushroom cloud of the nuclear age. World War II had ended less than two years earlier and the United States and Soviet Union seemed to be on the precipice of another global conflict. The term Cold War was coined by George Orwell in a 1945 essay and entered the modern consciousness uh, when Bernard... Uh, Barack, uh, a, an advisor to uh, President Harry S. Truman, uttered it in a speech in the spring of 1947. So it hadn't really been used in common dialogue at that point. Uh, amid this heightened uh, appreciation uh, came the first news of flying saucers and the term's first mention in print. Media across the UA reported that a civilian pilot named Ken Arnold said he'd spotted bright objects streaking across the sky at supersonic speeds near Mount Rainer in Washington. Some officials suggested the fast-moving lights might have been rockets or jets being tested by the military. Nonetheless, public hysteria erupted over the next few weeks with more than 800 similar sightings being reported across the country, many of them deemed copycat events by law enforcement and military officials. When Ken Arnold sees this stuff, it's told in an overblown way, uh, Lornia said, it gets hyped up in the press and builds from there. If the president doesn't tell you that Americans love conspiracies, I don't know what does. It wasn't any different in 1947. I would say it was different in 1947, yes. right? We didn't have Netflix. <laughs> we didn't have Netflix. Yeah, we didn't have social media. We didn't have the any phone. way of spreading in, in misinformation and why the why would you like what would mm. be the point back then there, there's no financial gain to it there's no you can't really make a name by doing it i mean there, yeah. were, there were gossip rags but they were for celebrities they were they're very salacious you know mm. can you imagine how dull it must have been in 1947 in roswell yeah fuck all to do that, that's the point and that's yeah. kind of why i i find it hard to i believe something happened mm-hmm. but i find it very hard because if something like that happens in a place like that, it's fucking exciting, right? Yeah. Something exciting has actually happened in our town and a dude has found an alien spacecraft. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, well, not suddenly, because actually it was quite a few decades after, but but hundreds, you know, thousands of people are coming to visit our town, even though there's nothing there, mm-hmm. because an alien might, spaceship might have crashed there. Yeah. But it also might not have. And there's no real evidence of it, like you said. Well, the, so the provenance of transistors... Mm-hmm. I promise I'm, I'm going to. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, transistors came about uh, 1948, 1949, um, and they came out of nowhere. Like, you can't really back catalog them. You can, you can see patents, but they're, like, pretty much transistors. And the, the theory goes that uh, transistors were found in the crashed ship at Roswell. <gasps> also microwave technology. 
I love well, that. When was the microwave invented? Uh, the, mic- the the technology for it was about 1950. Okay, but uh, but that that came out again, came out of nowhere. Now maybe people are watching this, listening to this, and uh, uh, and they can say, oh no no no, this this is the lineage. But the, like transistors, they suddenly just appear, mm. pretty much. Microwave technology suddenly disappears pretty much. Mm. Um, certain types of uh, refrigeration also suddenly came into play. Um, Freon wasn't the original way that uh, refrigerators worked, um, but I can't remember the name of how they originally worked. So I would say the counter argument to that is a lot of technology was invented during the war, right? Because yeah. it had mm-hmm. to be, right? There was a huge technological lots of plastics and stuff. Lots of plastics yeah. by both sides, right? And a lot of that has been adopted into... Uh, modern machinery and mechanics and and uh, the products that we we still use today right so but uh, i mean the timeline does align with what with what you're saying that's true transistors are from aliens <laughs> <laughs> aliens exist i just think that if the reason why it can't work as a conspiracy it's the small town thing like you're saying like have you ever the surprise parties have you ever tried to organize a surprise for somebody i have been to a surprise party yeah. though like i mentioned but then like everybody know if you've got a bit of gossip in the office everybody knows immediately like you can't keep a secret through that many people yeah can uh, I, i'm i'm a i'm a big believer in that you know there's always going to be someone that's going to drop the ball yeah um, usually me <laughs> <laughs> I can't or, or help just myself. say look i can't tell you but you know, <laughs> uh, but uh, did you know about your certificate before they awarded it no oh, ah, see, i know things can be kept yeah. secret they can our conspiracy when i'm not a part of the <laughs> secret being kept i can't do it <laughs> but Ros- roswell wasn't it a secret that it was it was out there it was reported as a ufo but that just um, means that they didn't know what it was unidentified flying object yes but uh there were other ways of saying uh, an unidentified flying object if they it had providence okay. so uh like if it was a plane like an unknown plane or whatever like the the, the um, it was largely silver because I, I know the photograph you, you mentioned earlier of the guy with the piece of tin foil. I was like, well, that's it's a piece of tin foil, dude. Like yeah. it's, it's aluminum, <laughs> aluminium. Uh, but uh, there, I mean, again, I come back to um, there are no reports of, of there. There's no paperwork around Roswell. It's all gone. It's all redacted or lost. Actually, that's what they say. They don't say it's redacted. redacted means that they have it, but you mm. can't read it. It's secret. Um, but it's just gone. So. Like that's the man in black. No, um, <laughs> too many conspiracies. But the, I, I thought we were all going to be going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something happened, and you're like, no, it's garbage. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're denying something happened. I no, think but, we're, but I think e- we're all no, on the I, same I, page I, there. But aliens, aliens happened. Aliens. <laughs> Can you imagine in like? 50 years they'll be like we've found the lost files and everyone will lose their shit and then they open it up and it just says weather balloon yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes things are what they are yeah, yeah. Not a, no alien had a whole tv series out of it and everything got cancelled such a shame it's a cover up i mean the, the the thing is the trump card is always it's a cover-up yeah. yeah, you know, um, so you but, can never but it wasn't a cover that was was reported. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's fair to say some things they tried to cover some things up clearly here because they they made one statement then redacted it. So you know, there, there's something fishy going on, but it is more likely they just fucked up, right? They yeah. just they just said the wrong thing. They caused hysteria. Then they tried to redact the thing that they caused the hysteria, but the hysteria was already out there. And yeah. the fact that they tried to redact it in itself causes more hysteria because it in itself creates a lack of trust in government, right? Yeah. 
sort of like when, well, not like, but when Boris Johnson was like, you know, that lady who was just visiting her family in Iran and they were like, yeah. the journalist. And oh, no, yeah. you twat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> two more not, years in prison. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what's going on, you fuck. <laughs> like, oh. People in power say the wrong thing all the time. They, they really do. do. Right. So while all this was happening, <laughs> an unsuspecting Basil, uh, sorry, Brazel was tending to the sheep and cattle on his New Mexico ranch with no radio or newspaper. He was isolated from the outside world. The rancher gave little thought to the unusual debris he found scattered around on his pastures. On July the 5th, Brazel headed into Corona on a Saturday night. Yay. Corona. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and learned what everyone else had been talking about. He began to wonder whether there was a connection. On Monday, he gathered up all the strange material and travelled back into town to inform local officials of his discovery. The sheriff visited Abrazel's ranch and uh, then contacted the military. The debris was transported to Fort Worth Army Airfield in Texas, where military experts proclaimed that it was from a crashed weather balloon. However, before that pronouncement was relayed back to Roswell, the New Mexico base sent out the news uh, news release about finding a flying saucer. Lieutenant Walter Holt, uh, Roswell's public information officer, later claimed that base commander Colonel uh, William H. Blanchard had ordered him to use that description. For a few days, the world's attention was focused on Roswell, but most people seemed satisfied with the military's explanation that the story quickly faded. There is a theory that they intentionally used that language to cause a hysteria about aliens to distract from the fact that this was actually a Soviet mm. spying satellite thing, right? Balloon thing. Mm-hmm. So... Which, if that is the case, because the fact that he's actually told him to use the the description flying saucer, because who, who the fuck was using that description in the, in 1947, right? Yeah, that that would make sense, wouldn't yeah. it? But what if he was just an honest man that said that's a flying saucer? I, and I want the world to know. Yeah. 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 Why 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 would you keep that secret from people? Here's a question. If you were in a position of authority in the US Army, which, yeah. let's face it, with that certificate, one day you will be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Qualified. Yeah. Would you, if there's something like this happened, would you make it public? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, because people are stupid, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> As a rule. largely. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I reckon if aliens did, I don't want aliens to come here, because if they did, we'd just kill them, wouldn't we? I think they'd Probably. kill us. Yeah. yeah. I think they're already here. Yeah. If they, if, if they didn't kill us first, we would definitely kill them. Like, can you imagine having one and, like, the government catch it and it's in a police cell or whatever and the army's there? That's why they put it in a police cell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've seen ET. Yeah, and then they just... I mean, like, it wouldn't be, like, a nice learning experience, would it? We would find out what we knew about it from the autopsy, oh, the not from a discussion. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, one of my favourite things on YouTube is an interview with the alien from Roswell. Have you seen this? It's in four parts. It's really well done. It's it's not real. Uh, no. no shit. So, but it's really well done. And I it's one of my favorite things. It's one of my, it's a, it, there's this really obnoxious American guy um, who's very much a Christian or very much a believer in God. You know, how did the universe miraculously appear? Uh, he's using the word miraculous. And it's this alien is just going, oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> just, and uh, I don't want to give it away, but it's I, I really love it. But it, they're torturing him. Yeah. Torching this this you know big grey alien with a big head and like, you're on his side. And this isn't a satire. This is well, it's it's meant. It it was originally released as this is the actual secret footage, okay. and okay. you're like that's CGI, dude. Come come on, yeah. Like, it's yeah. Not even, but it's I I thoroughly recommend four parts on YouTube. Thoroughly recommend. I, I you'll love it. Yeah. That was my research for tonight. <laughs> And it's comprehensive, may I say. <laughs> um, so uh, this wouldn't really blow up again until 1978 with the National Enquirer 
Where else? Uh, ran an article about the incident. All of a sudden, new versions of the event emerged. Some from the original participants with reports of an actual spacecraft, an actual spacecraft, alien bodies, and a government cover-up, adding new layers to the legend. The story seems to be getting better with the retelling. Uh, Lania said uh, initially there was no discussion whatsoever of alien bodies that somehow gets wrapped in as part of the original incident, even though there is nothing about it in the sources of the time. Although, as you said, some of those did go missing. Um, the story evolved with a seemingly the endless array of articles, books, movies and documentaries about what really happened in the New Mexico desert. Many involved with the incident altered their descriptions of events over time, including the government. In 1947, the CIA and military were concerned that these flying saucers were actually new technology uh, being used by the Soviets. Uh, when the Army Air Forces retracted its first statement, it was less than forthcoming about the debris origins, likely because it was hiding a secret. The weather balloon was a cover story, Lonnie has said. Uh, the best evidence suggests that this was a Project Mogul listening device that they recovered pieces of. Project Mogul was a military program designed to detect sound waves from Soviet nuclear tests via high-altitude balloons, which would eventually deflate and fall to the Earth. Uh, several crash sites have been identified around the country. In 1994, a U.S. Air Force report identified the top-secret project as the likely source of the debris found in New Mexico. The thing about that is, if that is what it is, they understandably couldn't actually say that at the time mm -hmm. really could they so they had to say oh it was an air balloon but we can't tell you why yeah do you know what i mean well i mean a weather balloon is a weather balloon like um because it's it's uh it's the in the 90s that it came out that it was part, mm. part of mogul yeah. uh up to that point it had just been announced as a weather balloon a, mm -hmm. a silvery shiny weather balloon and um it got more complex later on which which i think adds fuel to the fire yeah covering up because the Cold War was over in the 1990s. It was. That's true. So therefore they could come out and state, make those statements. Yeah. yeah. But they're, they were lying. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, I, th I think it was a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, she has said that from the very start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at no point has any of this changed her opinion. I, I, I genuinely... Mainly because... Martha did her research before she got <laughs> and made a decision. Yeah. This is a bunch of fucking nonsense. Oh, see, see, I genuinely thought I was coming in here to have a conversation <laughs> about, oh, yeah, it was aliens and this is why and the provenance of the transistor. I thought, I, I definitely thought. because You thought of, you were going to sell this, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I thought because this is like the one of the oldest it is the proper old, the conspiracy oldest, yeah, theories. Yeah, yeah. This, is, yeah. this is the granddaddy along with JFK. Mm. Um, this is slightly harder to believe than the JFK <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> but this also involves an assassination of aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if this was was caught on film yeah at like live television then i think we'd have a clearer idea of what went on oh i wish I, I i i should be more prepared to argue <laughs> my corner i know. want it to be true so bad but i think it was just a really small town and everyone was bored they're like <laughs> ah fuck it yeah it was alien <laughs> come crawling out of it they were on fire they had 18 arms it was great you if, if you lived in the town you'd get into the spirit of it wouldn't you oh yeah yeah hell yeah, yeah. i could sell alien keering yeah knobheads come in <laughs> to look at a field yeah, come in my back garden, have a look at the field. That's where I found the tin file. And know. the thing is, you sound like you were exaggerating, but when you actually Google it, that is what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what yeah. they fucking do. <laughs> 
so uh, Lorne said that UFO sightings in the summer of 1947 were the result of a world consumed by fear of an apocalypse. Just in the United States between 1947 and 1960, there were a total of 6,523 UFO reports, he said. There seemed to be a direct tie between public perception of the reality of space travel and UFO sightings. I'm convinced that the rapid rise of the number of UFOs reported in the early Cold War era was a uh, result of the heightened tensions as everyone was watching the skies uh, for warning of a nuclear attack. But even if the Roswell incident could be explained by a military program, subsequent events in the skies remain a mystery. On the 19th of July, 1952, almost exactly five years after Brazel reported the strange debris on his ranch, a series of UFO sightings occurred over Washington, D.C. Uh, airline pilots reported seeing flashes of light streaking across the sky and radar operators were perplexed by fast-moving blips on their screens. The Air Force scrambled jets to intercept the objects, which disappeared and never returned. The event 70 years ago has never been explained, which is true, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's documented. Yeah. Um, so, And a lot of people did see these. It wasn't like one guy with a bit of tinfoil in his garden yeah. at this time, was it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the UFO, UFO sightings are, is it UAP now? Is, you know, unexplained aerial phenomena. Um, I prefer, I prefer UFO. I think it's, yeah, yeah, cool. it's you know, nice. Nice ring. UFO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, what the aliens would want. It's what the aliens yeah. would want. Um, <laughs> I mean, they, they have been witnessed. They've been witnessed in, in our own country. Like the, there's Pentark yeah. in uh, Wales, which was like a couple of years ago, 2016, um, major UFO activity. Um, so people keep seeing things. And th- that was wildly reported. Um, so that was my, like, it's still happening, and, but we, we're, we haven't gone down that route at all. Um, but yeah, like, it, it, I mean, UFOs do happen. And, uh, do you think it could be, but it becomes harder to believe now. There's so much stuff in the skies, right? But also, yeah. like, People have drones, right? You can have your own drone with the lights on and fly, fly around in the middle of the night. So it'd be very difficult for somebody to, to, to believe a UFO sighting now, surely. Well, I mean, it, it just comes down to the, the size of it. Like Pentark in, in Wales, the, um, uh, Chris Grace is the, is the main person that talks about it, is the main witness. Uh, but it was, it was very, very heavily recorded. The, there was a lot of, there's a, it was very close to a military base in Wales. And um, they, uh, people were phoning up going there's helicopters flying over my my house like shaking my building it's like it's three o'clock in the morning this is not good like it was very well recorded and Chris Grace uh, uh, amongst other people saw uh, a UFO mm. um, and yes you're saying about being drones but she says just the size of it mm. and obviously at night with it, you know your depth of perception can be affected but you know she wasn't the only person to see it or, or talk about it so um it, it could be drones, and I'm sure there are fakes. Like I, I'm, I'm sure there are because who wouldn't want to be the one that saw a UFO? Yeah. But like I, I'm, I'm a real believer in, um, you don't want that shit in your life. Yeah. No. Like you don't want the weird stuff in your life. Yeah. Like I have a, I have a tenuous grip on reality as it is. <laughs> um, just ask about my timekeeping, and uh, um, like it, it's like you don't want added dimensions that you don't want magic in your life. You don't want. Sci-fi and you're like, I think we all want magic in our lives. Well, you're magical. You're magical. Yeah, <laughs> just maybe not aliens. Yeah, yeah alien magic. Depending yeah. on what they're going to do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but, like, but know. there is. I mean, again, because with the incident you're talking about in Wales, right? There's because often army bases are in the middle of nowhere, yeah. and there's some small town near them, right? Mm-hmm. So if they do some weird shit, 
the local people. That's exciting for the local people. Like you're from yeah. a small town, aren't you? I am, and I live near a military base. There you uh, go. A weapons testing. What facility. kind of shit have you seen? <laughs> yeah, no, but every now and again you just hear a boom. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're like, oh, they're testing. <laughs> <laughs> but what are they testing? And then there's like big fences, and they're like, do not come in here. And it's like, I, I want, because you'll tear me to pieces. <laughs> are there conspiracy theorists that you know in your town that, that sort of believe there was weird shit going on? behind the fences um no uh, I, I mean i haven't lived there too long so i yeah. might find out later yeah. there was one <laughs> there was one that well it's not a conspiracy theory right? the only thing i can think of in my small town back home we had uh, this little grave in, in the park and mm. it's a, a monkey and in the victorian times a family got a monkey and they and it died 18 months after they got it apparently it fell off the roof of the house <laughs> and they buried it and then apparently the local historian was like it might be a dog and everyone was like shut your whole mouth it is a monkey <laughs> <laughs> and then they built a little monkey statue next to the grave and it was like so weird like a dog <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in so fairness like i don't think a monkey would fall off a roof because that is what well, monkeys do. do, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Famously. A dog a dog for it. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not as adept with, with roofs. No. 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 I'd fuck it up, a dog would fuck up. A dog would fuck it up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell am I doing up here? <laughs> uh, okay, so the Washington sightings. Uh, the mm, Washington, sorry. D.C. UFO sighting in 1952 is one of the most well-documented and publicized cases in the history of UFO sightings. In July 1952, a series of unidentified flying objects occurred uh, over Washington, D.C. Metro- uh, metropolitan area. The events took place over several consecutive weekends and involved radar detections, sighting, uh, visual sightings by both military personnel and civilians and subsequent investigations. I do like the fact they only came out on weekends. I think that's a nice yeah. thing. Yeah, because <laughs> they were working during the week, the aliens. Yeah. Uh, this Here is an overview of the events. So in July 12th and 13th, 1952, multiple UFO sightings reported by air traffic controllers, military personnel and civilian pilots in the Washington, D.C. area. Radar operators at Washington National Airport and Andrews Air Force Base reportedly tracked unusual blips on their screens and pilots reported seeing bright lights and fast-moving objects. Uh, the following weekend, July 19th and 20th, similar sightings occurred again over Washington, D.C. This time, the sightings prompted the scrambling of fighter jets to investigate the reported UFOs. The objects were described as bright lights and they were observed performing maneuvers that seemed beyond the capability of conventional aircraft. The U.S. Air Force initiated an investigation into the sightings under Project Blue Book, its program for studying UFO reports. Uh, see, the fact they have a program for studying UFO reports in itself is quite significant. And why would they have that? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, the official explanation provided later was that the sightings were likely caused by temperature inversions, uh, which can create radar anomalies. However, this ex- explanation did not fully satisfy all witnesses and skeptics. Uh, there's also something called the Condon Committee, uh, not Condom. Yeah. Get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> but, uh, in the years following the incident, the Condon Committee, <laughs> I can't say it without <laughs> half uh, a scientific study funded by the U.S. Air Force, uh, also investigated the Washington, D.C. sightings. The committee concluded that the majority of the sightings could be explained by atmospheric conditions and the temperature inversions. Uh, they did not find evidence of extraterrestrial involvement. I mean, th- th- and none of this actually explains what they were. No, but, but there was something. There was something. But like, because the, the sky does weird shit, doesn't it? Like the Northern Lights and stuff. It does. And, like, I, not have, generally over Washington, D.C. No, no. But like, I, have you ever seen a shooting star or anything oh, yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's cool. And I, I woke up once, it literally woke up to see it. It was weird. And just like, and that, like, if you didn't know what that was, 
that's magical, isn't it? That's insane. That's what the mm-hmm. fuck is where, going where, where on? Where I there? grew up, we, we we would see shooting stars all the time. Yeah, it's one of the things I miss about London. You don't see night lights. Yeah, you don't see the, anything. The light yeah. pollution. You know, I grew up in London. I have no idea what a star is. <laughs> no, no, but like I've heard rumors. <laughs> <laughs> You're a star. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, the Washington, D.C. UFO incident in 1952 remains a notable case uh, in UFO history due to the high-profile nature of the sightings and the subsequent official investigations. While the U.S. Air Force provided explanations based on atmospheric phenomena, the incident has continued to be of interest to UFO researchers and enthusiasts. The sightings over Washington, D.C. contributed to increase public uh, awareness that the interest in UFOs uh, during that period. Th- the thing with these ones is, because they were seen by so many people, they couldn't actually deny there was something there, could they? Um, I mean, in fairness, with Roswell, they're not denying something happened. They're just saying what these crazy people that live in this town said isn't true. Oh, but, uh, but what if they weren't crazy? Well, people- uh, uh, that, that, oh, sorry, uh, I don't mean I think that well, I do think they're crazy, but <laughs> what I mean is the government are painting them as, uh, because it's easy to do that to That's people right. in a small, to exactly discredit people in a small town as just being, uh, you know, ignorant perhaps. Um, but it doesn't mean that what they're saying isn't true. No. Do you have anything about the Phoenix Lights? No, go for it. Okay, so the Phoenix Lights is uh, uh, it's nineteen eighties uh, all over LA. They they saw um, UFOs, lights in the sky. It was reported by hundreds of people. Uh, it's very very well documented. There's camera footage of it. It all looks fake and terrible, but it was filmed at the time. Yeah. Um, the US government said it was uh, night maneuvers, um, but like you know you've got things flying in triangles and stuff and. Um, again, it's it's some things that are that is spotted. Also, interesting enough, um, uh, you know we, we have a show called Phoenix Nights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The reason it's called Phoenix Nights because Phoenix Lights. Yeah. All the way through that, that Love was it. in my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, think about. <laughs> and get this, because obviously that was a big show in the UK, yeah. but in the states, it's like, and they're trying to run interference. So like that's why it's Phoenix Nights, not Phoenix Lights, and 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 uh, to, to, and it adds to conspiracy. So a, a really great uh, comedy show is <laughs> part of is part of uh, UFO um, uh, cover up. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Although I'd love to watch a bunch of Americans watching Phoenix Nights. Oh, like, they, they'd be so lost. Going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so great. Uh, I thought it'd be like The Office. Um, <laughs> but oh my God, like the American version of Phoenix Nights. I, what? I, I yeah. don't think it'd work, you know. I know, I, I know. I, I, I saw, don't even know where to start. No. <laughs> I saw the, the, the American uh, pilot of Absolutely Fabulous. Oh no. And oh my God, they did not understand what the, pro- the no. assignment was oh, at no. all, at all. It's like the, the, they keep on doing um, uh, Faulty Towers. Mm-hmm. There's four different versions of Faulty Towers made by this in the States, Why? and they're all awful. One of them had B. Arthur. <laughs> Why you don't know? they just use ours? Well, we use theirs. Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Have you seen the, the pilot of the US pilot of the IT crowd? Oh, no. <gasps> the two IT pilots? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, and Is in one of them, they, they literally take Moss, like actual Moss, yeah. Richard Adewadi, and he plays Moss in the American one, and they're just surrounded with people playing the other parts oh, in exactly yeah. the same setting. Exactly. Yeah. And it's script. awful oh. because the surrealism of it and the, the, the nuance of it is completely lost. Oh, God. They, they, don't, they don't play loser well. Yeah. Like yeah. They know every, everyone's in a, a, you know, a, a frustrated millionaire. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just awful. And it's yeah. a good cast. Like, it's a really it good cast. It is a good cast, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so 
Area 51. Now, I'm not going to go massively into this because we might do another episode on oh, yeah, Area 51. <laughs> but there is a tie with yeah. Area 51. Did you look at this in your... In uh, your... I, I did not in my, my vast research. <laughs> <laughs> research that you did. Listening to a podcast while yeah, it's right, it's fine. More than most do. <laughs> uh, also, if you think we do any much more than that. <laughs> Area 51. Uh, Area 51 and the Roswell UFO incident are often mentioned together in discussions of UFO conspiracy theories. But it's important to note that there is no direct proven link between the two. The connection between Area 51 and Roswell what crash is largely speculative and stems from broader narrative of alleged government secrecy and US cover-up. So uh, extraterrestrial technology, so you were talking about this earlier, some conspiracy theories propose that the debris recovered from the Roswell crash in 1947, which the US military initially identified as a flying disc, but later explained as a weather balloon, was taken to a top-secret location for further analysis, Area 51 being a classified military facility. It is then theorized to be the place where this alleged extraterrestrial technology was studied and reverse-engineered. Uh, Bob uh, L- uh, Lazar's uh, claims. Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. Sorry, mm. Bob Lazar. Uh, Lazar sounds better. Lazar sounds better, doesn't it? No. He, I would so call myself. I was so disappointed when I actually saw an interview with him on Bob Lazar. Oh, I thought it was Lazar. Well, I'm going to Lazar. Doctor Lazar. Yeah. So Doctor Lazar, a controversial figure who claimed to have worked at a facility near Area 51 called S4, has been associated with the idea that the government is researching and reverse engineering alien spacecraft. Uh, Lazar uh, alleges that he worked on extraterrestrial technology at S4 and claims have contrib- contributed to his belief that Area 51 is involved in secret and, and advanced projects relating to UFOs. Do we think they took the debris to Area 51? of this crash I definitely think the debris was uh, was an unknown craft of some kind and mm. I do think that they studied it uh, I, I, the provenance of the transistor is, is my there we go that's the card uh, Bob Lazar is a controversial figure uh, when I first came across him I was like oh yeah yeah he was really there and, and he's got a paper trail and and he's he's plausible but I, I, I'm tending to think that he's a charlatan mm-hmm. now he has he always said he'd never profit uh, from what he did from him revealing stuff, and he has had like weird things happen to him. You're like, oh, the government doesn't like you. Um, so I, I tend to be quite sympathetic to him, but uh, I, I think it's come out that he's a fraud, um, and I and that kind of broke my heart. It was like finding out that um, that just based on this alone. I kind of with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know about him, and I kind of get that feeling. Oh, see, there's there's lots of I don't want to go into, it, but there's lots of uh, people that come forward and they're like, oh, I, I, I'm, you know, this is the conspiracy theory about the U.S. cover up of, of alien visitors and what have you. This is the the, the USSR cover up of alien, and then they turn out that they're alcoholics and wife beaters, and it's just like, oh, mm. you know, like um, uh, it's. It's sad, really. Mm. But I, 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 I mean, I think it's ridiculous to believe that we're the only ones. Yeah. 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 So, like, okay, that's a little grind conceded. Okay, thank you. I don't think, yeah. I, I mean, what do you think about that? Do you, are you a believer in extraterrestrial life? Well, I think that's some, it would be insane to think that we were the only thing that lived yeah. ever. Might be that a lot of it's dead now, but it's forever. <laughs> like it's expanding, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, like, we'll be like Mars soon. We'll be dead. And then yeah. it'll just keep going and more things will come and it's yeah. it's fine. And we uh, mean nothing, really. Yeah. All of this is meaningless. Find joy wherever you can because uh, we're just bacteria that got consciousness. <laughs> For a little brief time, <laughs> and we're able to appreciate it, and that's beautiful. That's beautiful. But that's the um, most profound thing that's been said I, I, this podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm uplifted <laughs> and really <laughs> depressed yeah, all at once. <laughs> Nothing Stick matters, <laughs> Nothing and that's matters. good and bad. 
Yes, nothing matters, and that's good. So I think it would be a lot for us to be like, we're the only ones, because <laughs> we're fucking not. But yeah. like, I just also don't think that the other stuff has eyes and fingers and wants to fly a spaceship here. Mm. But who wouldn't want to fly a spaceship? I want to fly a sh- spaceship yeah. so bad, but space terrifies me. I had this discussion at work. That's what's department. You back. Yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> the no, lack of space. Like, if, a, if a spaceship was here now and they're like, come on. Go, do you want to go? Would you get in it? Because I don't think I would, because the chances of dying are so high, <laughs> and it's not even a nice death. Yeah, no, yeah, no, dying in space is a horrible thing. Yeah, it's a horrible thing. You're on fire and you can't breathe, and you're also not on fire because there's no fire. Yeah, it's, and, it's, oh god. Yeah, would you get? Would you go? You could go like now. No. No. A time travel, because by the time you get there, that's like half your life gone. That and you go, oh, great. And then you're like, oh, what do I do with that information? Yeah. By the time you get there, you've missed your tea. Yeah, you've missed your and, tea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you wouldn't go either. I wouldn't go. Why? I wouldn't go because uh, I don't trust them. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go because you, you, you are leaving your life behind, mm-hmm. uh, even if they, they have faster than light travel. Um, that has weird effects. You know, it's not like in, in the movies, sadly. Uh, you don't go to one place and come back like there's time dilation and uh, mm-hmm. you become a, you would be leaving everything behind and and whilst there are been times I'm like yeah fuck everything yeah. Uh, actually I quite like where things are right now so mm. not in the world the world's fucked but right my life is okay yeah so that's that's yeah. okay if you were gonna go I don't think you wouldn't watch Interstellar before you went would you no Interstellar's oh my god close. I love that movie though yeah I feel a bit sick I don't um, I, you know. Uh, I mean, it's it's a brilliant film. It just goes a bit batshit, but I love the batshittery of it. I love the batshittery. But you're right that it is weirdly, in some ways, more accurate than a lot of space time warpy conceptual stuff. Yeah, when they land in the planet and the, the cycle of time is every minute is a yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that just gets me for some reason. Like, yeah. oh, I love that. I really do love that movie. It's it's playing at the Prince Charles Cinema right now. Um, yeah. I think I was thinking of gravity and that made me feel sick. Yeah. Oh, it's a gra- oh, I don't like gravity. Do you not like gravity? I like gravity. I, I love Sandra Bullock. She's a great actor. Mm. But th- for me, the end of the movie should have been uh, her looking down on Earth and seeing nuclear Armageddon happening. Yeah. Like it yeah. should be a really dark ending and it's not. And uh, um, Great bus driver, though. Great bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> really nice. I haven't ruined the ending of Gravity. That's my supposition of it. You don't see that. It's not a bad ending is what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> maybe cut this bit out. Yeah. <laughs> We've got 10 minutes. Um, so, alien autopsy. I saw that in the pictures. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> honestly. And I remember this as well. So, a uh, bit of context. In 1995, a pseudo-documentary containing grainy black and white footage of a hoax alien autopsy uh, purporting to show an alien autopsy conducted shortly after Roswell incident was released by British entrepreneur Ray Santilli. Uh, the footage aired on television networks around the world. Fox Television broadcast the purported autopsy hosted by Jonathan Frakes, who was... Uh, who uh, Riker in, in Star Trek yep. Next Generation uh, actor. on the on Good August director. 28th 1995 under the title Alien Autopsy Fact or Fiction and rebroadcast it twice each time to higher ratings the footage was also broadcast on Channel 4 uh, and repackaged for the home video market uh, the program was an overnight sensation with Time magazine declaring that the film sparked a debate with the intensity not lavished on any home movie since the Zabruder film uh, JFK if anyone doesn't know 
the program was thoroughly debunked. Uh, the autopsy footage was filmed in an expense, inexpensive set constructed in a London living room. Its alien bodies were hollow plaster casts filled with offal, sheep's brains and raspberry jam. Multiple participants in Alien Autopsy that uh, stated that misleading editing had removed their opinions uh, that the footage was a hoax. Santilli admitted in 2006 that the film was a fake, although he claimed he continued to claim that it, it, it was inspired by genuine but lost footage. Alien Autopsy was derided in the media in 1995. X-Files featured Alien Autopsy footage uh, that the sceptical agent Scully describes as even hookier than the one they aired on the Fox network. Uh, it was satirised again in the 1996 X-Files episode Jose Chung's From Outer Space. In 1998, Fox aired a new special, The World's Greatest Hoaxes and, uh, and Secrets Revealed, which debunked the 1995 Alien Autopsy footage a fictionalized version of the creation of the footage and its release was retold in the film comedy alien autopsy in 2006 have you seen this original film um i like bits of it i couldn't not not properly it's fucking brilliant have you, you, know, you know, i know you i had it. the video yeah. yeah yeah is it is it terrible is yeah, it really yeah, obvious like, yeah, it, I, it's awful it's yeah awful. is it like a couch in the corner yeah, and they just yeah. like <laughs> drag us a, a bit of set over it but i do remember like going into school and people debating whether it was real. <laughs> like I, I do remember that being a thing. Yeah. Like you, the, and and you look at it now and think, <laughs> why would anyone no. believe? It looks like it's an absolute sham. The whole yeah. thing is fucking awful. But it, there was genuinely quite a lot of people oh, that yeah, bought into it. Was, this it respect. was it was it was debated and it was it was very very exciting. Mm. Um, I seem to remember John Ronson talking about it, but I could be wrong. Um, John Ronson is how I started doing conspiracy theories. Um, but the what got me was my friend was in medical school at the mm. time, and I sat and watched it with her, and she went, "Oh, those people aren't doctors. That that's just not how you move. It's just, yeah. just it just isn't. Mm. That that's that's not even well researched." And when she said it, it was like, "Oh yeah, I can totally like if you see the way they cut up the body, you're, what are you doing? It's not yeah. even a butcher level. It's awful. Yeah, um, or awful. Oh, you will." <laughs> Um, although I do like, there's a bit where the, 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 there's like a contact lens or sclera ticking off the alien, and I think that's kind of cool. Mm. I thought, oh, that, someone thought about that, but other than that, it's it's garbage. Do you think Riker from Star Trek believed it? No, I, 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 I he's been asked about it at Comic Cons, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and he was like, no, sure, I'm, I'm just presenting the thing. He, he's just the friendly face of, it could be true. I have to say, he is great on it. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I he's love 90s-tastic. Uh, I mean, so, this is what I'm doing on the train home. <laughs> I'm watching this. Jonathan Freaks, chef's kiss, always fun. Do, do you know what though? We could do a better job with our iPhone on the train home, yeah. creating absolutely than any of the effort that they put into creating this shit we in the nineties. We should do it. We should do it. Yeah. Totally do that. Stick it out there. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think something like that could happen now? Because I, I can sort of see why that could happen in the nineties because we didn't have an easy way of checking facts, right? We, you could, you could. If you had good equipment, I'm not, I'm not saying they had great equipment, but they had good enough equipment to make a grainy footage that looks sort of semi-realistic. X-Files was very big at the time. Uh, yeah, we talked about the fact that they, they'd come out and talked about Roswell. Yes, this happened, and they released some information about it. So there was quite a lot of stuff going around around conspiracy theories, but in particular UFO sightings. A lot of people had UFOs on their wall, like UFO posters on their walls. I want and, to believe. I want to believe, exactly, that kind of thing. So I, I could see how that happened then. Would that happen now? Well, I mean, sorry, we're going to say oh, something. No. Sorry, uh, I, I, 
something's always going to catch fire. Something's always going to be the, the next big thing. So we, it could happen again. The, I think the next thing that's going to happen is going to be realistic footage of something. Mm. So whether it's Bigfoot or an alien, or like there was that, that shopping mall a couple of weeks ago in the United States where uh, they said it was kids letting off fireworks, but there was police everywhere mm. and people saying it was eight foot tall aliens. Mm. So uh, like, and that kind of, do you know what I'm talking about? That I, I've heard something about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's been and gone. Yeah, you know, because there was a little bit of footage. And going, you did that on your phone. Like, come on, like, but uh, there will there will be something. There there will and it will grab people's imagination. I mean, there's the, like I mentioned Bigfoot. There's there's continual um, footage of Bigfoot being shown out. It's just not. Like that's just a leaf movie. Fucking loves Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a big hairy hominid. How could I not? Um, but. Well, I was gonna say, so, like, it's so easy to make something realistically believable of anything now, isn't it? You know, you could with AI, and you know, everyone's yeah. got like the camera on my phone is better than like most cam, like actual cameras. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So it's so easy to do it, just in your know, filters and shit. Like it's it's built for you to do it. I, I agree. I agree. But what I find interesting is technology. No- because it's alien technology alien technology yeah. it comes full cycle transistors but what i mean what i find very interesting is no one's done it though like no, no like like there, there, there's, there's you can go on youtube and find all i love it like i do do the tech on do tiktok videos or anti anti-matrix on instagram mm. and you, you, you there's bits and stories and like if you, if you go if you deep dive reddit about conspiracy theories yeah i love reddit you know, i mean yeah. i i I'm a, I'm a believer in oh this is bullshit come on i mean we've all lost days to read oh my god oh my god but like it just nothing's grabbed the imagination and i find that interesting i and i think we're due i think we're due something like that happening i think you know the other side of the coin about it being so easy to make hoaxes and stuff is that everybody knows that yeah so the level of disbelief is you know in the 90s Mm. how well how could that be a lie They've got yeah. aliens. Yeah. Look at them. How would you get an alien? Yeah. Whereas if somebody made that now, it'd be like, "Oh, it's a filter," and then that's it. And you're like, "It, it's, it wouldn't get anywhere. Yeah. It wouldn't get a TV series because everyone's like, oh, well, yeah, you just like bought a mask.' <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, exactly. Well, because the poster on Mulder's office in the X Files says, "I want to believe," yeah. and mm-hmm. the wording is really key there. Like, "I want to believe," mm-hmm. uh, and that's the thing. Is it was it so therefore. If you created something like this, people do want to believe it because mm. it's batshit, because it's mental. It's cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool to be skip. in on it. It's cool yeah. to like, oh no, that yeah, I'm 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 bought into I this. Know something the rest that you of don't you are idiots. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I. Yeah. Yeah. No offense, you're, you're <laughs> yeah. Yeah. people. But therefore, but would it therefore now make it much easier for aliens to turn up because they'll be yeah. like, no one's going to believe we're at, we're here, so we'll just go down and fucking yeah, hiding. Yeah, much inside. easier. Yeah. And also for Jesus to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone I, I, can do it and no one, no one will care. I mean, it's, it really is time that Jesus came back. It really, oh, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, like. As a good Catholic boy. Oh, as a good Catholic boy. And I, I'd like, you know, I'd like to see him come back. Yeah. Oh, he's not white. Uh, like, yeah. it'd be great. He would know? be killed immediately. The Americans <laughs> well, would kill him. Absolutely. He's blonde and blue eyed. Yeah. Do you think if the, if the aliens turned up in like your hometown where they buried a dog thinking it was a monkey <laughs> yeah and they dug it up and like i know it's it was a, a dog and these people they just go these people are fucking idiots we're just gonna we're just yeah. gonna leave how are you asking how the aliens would be received yeah. in my hometown <laughs> yeah. um i probably it's with a bit specific <laughs> with it, 
uh, sort of intrigue. Yeah. Um, and then maybe kind of friendly, but ultimately xenophobia. Okay. I think. Good. Yeah. Good to see that still around. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how everything happens in yeah. my yeah. hometown. <laughs> Sorry, people. Of, uh, I'm not, I have people know. Yeah. Sorry, Rochdale. Um, <laughs> fine uh okay so media sensationalism and cultural impact uh the roswell incident has become ingrained in popular culture influencing numerous books documentaries and movies the media's role in sensationalizing the event has contributed to the enduring mystery around roswell the image of the crashed ufos and alien autopsies has become uh, iconic perpetuating the belief in a government cover-up uh the roswell ufo incident remains a captivating and enigmatic chapter in the history of ufo phenomena while the official explanation points to project mogul and a weather balloon many continue to question the government's narrative whether fueled by a genuine desire to uncover the truth or fascination with extraterrestrial possibilities the roswell incident and its alleged cover-up continue to captivate the imagination illustrating the enduring power of mystery and complexities of separating fact from fiction in the realm of unexplained phenomena i think one thing we can all agree on it's we're kind of glad that it happened. Yeah. Because yeah. fuck me, we got so much out of it, haven't we? That's cool. Like, TV show. TV shows, stories. Dido wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Roswell. Alien Autopsy yeah. would not have happened if it wasn't for... And where would Anton Deck be without that movie? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. It made them. Uh, Martha, what's <laughs> really your good. overall conclusion with this? I want aliens to be real. Yeah. I think that there is life out there. I don't think that it looks like we think it looks like. Yeah. Uh, I uh, don't think that Roswell was real. I think it was a balloon. And I think that people put narratives around things that they want to be real because their lives are mundane and we just need some kind of meaning. True. Spoken like a true watched alien. Yes. Yeah. I also think that the American government will support batshit ideas because they do mental shit as well. And if they can just have it all running alongside it's you. Nice. <laughs> Distraction. Then absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely. Like, well, That's the conspiracy of, of the conspiracy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was real. That wasn't real. That could be real. Then I guess. Oh my God. The, you know. Yeah. Indeed. The Unabomber. Fergie. Etc. I, I think aliens landed in Roswell. There you go. Nothing's going to shift that view. He's believed <laughs> that for a long time. Uh, I think that uh, something happened. Uh, I think I'm with you uh, on this one, Matthew. I think that um, that a, it, it was to do with the US Army. It was a balloon or something, some kind of spying equipment. Um, but I don't dis- I don't not believe that that there that we're alone. I, I think that that there's likely there is some sort of alien. there has been other life at some some way, shape or form. But I don't like you. I don't think it landed in a small town in New Mexico. <laughs> Yeah. But I'm glad that somebody thinks it did. Yeah. I'm yeah. really happy for you, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Catherine Mather, would you like to look at this camera and oh, tell people yes. where they can find you, what you're doing? Uh, yeah. Hello. Uh, my name is Catherine, and uh, I, <laughs> I've been on the podcast. And uh, I uh, I have a website, CatherineMather.com. Uh, I have a link tree, and that has everything on it. Uh, I do a podcast as well. It's called Historical Hot or Not. And uh, we talk about history's most celebrated figures and uh, whether we'd fuck them or not. Um, <laughs> highbrow stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's Just incredibly like highbrow content. Uh, and um, I've, well, I'm doing. I don't, when does this come out? Because I'm doing my show at Soho Theatre. Yeah, this but that's on that's on Monday. So I mean, you missed out. But she losers. had a huge sellout. Wait, I Soho did, did and it was so yeah. funny. Yeah. They've actually asked me back for 18 more dates. <laughs> uh, I was yeah. crowd surfed down Dean Street. Those yeah. people hadn't even been to the show. It was yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Lovely. Thanks very much. Um, would you like an alien joke to end the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Uh, why didn't the alien enjoy the space party? It had no atmosphere. 
Because he had nobody to go with. Hey! There we go. That's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye!